excited because I thought it was Friday. It is not. Uh, my buddy Matt Bearden coming in early to hang out. Uh, I'm always here. I just usually I'm in the other room doing work. You but, don't want to uh, be around me. Well, no. Spencer's out. We started chatting and then I'll be, I'll be honest to the audience. I looked up and I said, Hey, CJ, your show starts in one second. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and so we had gotten a little long-winded in here, hadn't uh, we? A professional outlet. And speaking of professional, yesterday I was a professional accredited member of the media. I covered Austin FC in the press box. Matt, yes or no, did I make it a, uh, did I embarrass myself? A little bit, maybe. Hey, you know me too well. We'll have that story and more coming up on the CJ Morgan Show, plus uh, a lot more fun stuff with Emily, Matt, and the whole gang. The best way to eat a cheeseburger is to double the cheeseburger. Cheeseburger Day? No, 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 no. That's not today. Today's something more. Today's something bigger and better. It is National uh, Double Cheeseburger Day. Really, if you're going to eat a cheeseburger, you're going to have that delicious, meaty, grilled, cheesy, tummy-loving thump of a sandwich. Whatever the hell I just said. Uh, why not double it? You're, it's already unhealthy. So double your cheeseburger Oh, yes. Uh, I could do that all day, every day. National Double Cheeseburger Day is today. How do you celebrate that? Obviously, by going out and getting you a double cheeseburger. Your recommendations welcome at the CJ Morgan on Twitter. Uh, I'm going to say Buddy's Burgers up in North Austin. Great double cheeseburger. Uh, I'm going to say Hilbert's. Also, kind of North Austin, Cameron Road. Actually, both these places are on Cameron Desau, whatever. A great double cheeseburger. Mighty fine. Good double cheeseburger. Uh, even P. Terry's good double cheeseburger. Bad Larry Burger Club. Where you at, man? I got to try one of your burgers. Give me a double. iOS 16 is out, Apple fans. And now it's time for Emily's social cues. It's the internet and it's the most important part of radio. Welcome to Social Cues with Emily. Yeah, uh, sorry, Android users. This is specifically just for Apple Spencer's people. Spencer's not here today, don't worry. Oh, yeah, I forgot that, that he's he's one of those people. That's why our group texts are so annoying and green. Oh, yeah. You can't you're, send photos and links. Right. But uh, new you're iOS, right. that's a new update to your yes. iPhones, your iPads, all that mm-hmm. stuff. iOS 16. I have a iPhone X. Uh, XR, I don't know. I have an older iPhone, so I'm a little worried to update it. I'll be that completely it's honest. Crash out. But I've seen a lot of people post about uh, this new iOS 16 situation, and so far, I think people like it. One of the big things is they introduce at the top um, when you open up your phone. There's another taskbar that happens like right under your camera. It's like a long rectangle that happens right under your camera on like your screen. Like a search screen. bar? And it's, it does anything. So if you receive a call, it's going to come up there and you're going to answer. If you need to connect your AirPods, it's there. If you want to change your music, it's there. Like it's basically the, uh, I don't know, the the wizard of, of your iPhone that lives up at the top and just yells at you and says, hey, you're going to change the song, right? Very, very good technological term yeah, for I, it. Obviously, it. I am I am very tech tech savvy 
Um, but the feature that most people are excited for, and you being a memer, a memer, yeah, I think okay. I would call you that, I think you're going to like it. There is a new feature on iOS 16 where you go to your camera roll and you can, like, okay, for example, I have this mirror selfie of me. There's me. I got, a new, I got a new jacket, okay? If I uh, just click it, then it will select my entire body and nothing from the background, it and it'll make me a little sticker. No way. So then you could paste me, just like a little a little cutout of so me it, it takes anywhere. Like, that's, if you're a good Photoshop expert like I am, yeah. cutting yourself out from a... A background that's not like a green screen or chroma key or some crap. It takes it takes some good twenty minutes to yeah. do, and it's still not perfect. But that's awesome, and it yes. makes sense because the the Zoom meetings and all that crap have mm-hmm. the blur, and they have the ability to find a human and separate the pixels. Emily, don't tell anyone this. Okay, this okay. is changing my life. I, I know you're going to be excited because I can. I saw a video of somebody doing this and like cutting out a bunch of like cryptic pictures of their dog and then just putting it on a bunch of stuff on their phone. This is so. I just know you're going to go crazy. This is great because it's a lot easier, but it's also disappointing because now everyone's going to be good at Photoshop. That's true. And I'm a gatekeeper. Okay, I'm a meme gatekeeper. I want it just to be me. That's good. Yeah. No I've, one else. But that rules. I, I know. I know. I'm excited to see what else you'll come up with uh with this <laughs> also i'm scared too you you get really excited whenever there's anything new technology can... wise because i you like to be hip so you like to learn as much as possible i do and you like to be able to do it first and you do get angry when people then figure out how to do it yes so it's called editing video now kids can do it on uh-huh, tiktok uh-huh uh, no i'm excited about this i think it'll be a really cool thing and it will up the uh our radio station's meme game starting oh, yeah so i'm gonna upload it now okay now. instagram but for uh kids <laughs> matt bearden's here for the parent pickup kidstagram what is it uh, well, you don't want to. You got to be careful with this. It's not pictures <laughs> of kids. That would be uh, creepy and weird. Uh, possibly illegal. Yeah, yeah. And maybe you think that I'm gonna pitch you some new app or platform, but I'm not. I'm actually gonna let you know that in India, Meta, the company that owns Instagram and also owns Facebook, used to just be called Facebook, but when they renamed as Meta, I guess it was so they could trick us all. Uh, anyway, uh, in India, they've come up with Instagram. For kids, there is an app called Messenger for Kids. A lot of parents out there probably know about it because what it does is it lets you see who your kids are interacting with. Now, it doesn't show you the content of what their messages are, right? But at the end of the week, you get a report and it lets you know you know, the people they were... They it's were, their friends, their school-age friends, not some creep. Well, that's the, the big thing other, right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you can see... Because that was a problem with AO or the chats back in the day. Exactly. So as a parent, it kind of relieves a little bit of the stressors. It lets you know, you know, who's my... Who's my person, my kid interacting with the most? Uh, say that um, you know you know that there happens to be a kid who's kind of bullying your kid, and suddenly you see that they're messaging a lot with your son, son or daughter. You can ask, "Hey, is everything okay?" You know what I mean. Uh, and so, but it still allows some for some privacy for kids. Well, in India, which uh, you know culturally is a bit different, they've been asking for this, and so they've come out with an Instagram for kids with an age limit. It's not even really the age limit. Which it's is what really we need. Just... We don't need my grandma or aunt on Facebook. We need an, <laughs> we On the internet period, we need an age limit for the internet. Once you hit, let's say, 60, you can't be on the internet anymore. Well, this is, I mean, I that's a completely different 
uh, topic, but this just kind of has what they're calling parental supervision controls and family center. And it really just allows parents or guardians to access, uh, you know, resources about social media. It has like a did you know and here are what acronyms uh, mean and, you know, do you know what the slang terms are? But also it is W-Y-D. If you get that at 2 a.m., you call her back right away. No, no, not if you're a kid. No, no, yes, not if you're a kid. I'm talking to the parents, the single parents out there. They're in the pickup line, too. I know, but also they're they're still thirsty. Another another term. Well, they are because it's hot out there, and they would really like a Slurpee. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is just going to allow parents to kind of have that same uh, access to what their kids are going on. You'll see who they've been interacting with, who has been messaging them, how many times they've posted during a week. And, you know, if you're following them, you can actually see what their posts are. But it just gives you a little more access to kind of what is is happening in their life. Um guess my thing about this is uh, if it's so easy to do, why don't we have it here? Sure, because it's a weird thing to have a kid that's growing up with the internet. We, we, didn't, big... we didn't have this form of no. everything in your hand all the time. And so, yeah, it's it's a bizarre, strange thing. You don't want to be controlling and spying on your kids, as you mentioned once, quote unquote, like reading the diary. But you do need to parent them a little bit with I this kind of really thing. I think really what they're kind of even offering is just some... It's like CBD for the parent's soul because it's hard as your kids grow. You, you know what can happen. You want to give them a little freedom because you can turn your kid into a pariah if you give them no access to these things that all of their friends are then doing. Then they'll really lash out too. Right. And then there's a the pushback. You know, Your kids are like, oh, I want to do this because my friends are doing it. I, I have a lot of things I won't let my kids uh, have access to that some of their friends do. They understand. I, I, I hope they understand why and that everybody you know, matures at different rates. But sometimes I think just knowing who the contact is with can be enough to kind of set your mind uh, at ease. And uh, and then, you know, it's like anything that you look at in the world. If suddenly there's a huge uptick and you see, oh, my my daughter's had 55 interactions in two days with somebody, it's a good time to go, hey, is everything okay yeah, in what's your life? Up with this? Yeah, it, it doesn't have to be sure. a guy. I mean, it, it really at my daughter's age, it's generally – it's. There's a lot of fighting going on. It's a lot of fights. <laughs> on where, the internet? No. And the hard thing to explain when your child gets so upset is just like, hey, I've got to promise you something. This person, they're not going to matter to you. Your, your best friend is not going to Your best friend, yeah. won't, you won't even remember uh, 10 years from now. But that is, that is, you can't say that because that's telling somebody that their whole life is going to collapse at some point in the future. Making your drive home. A little weirder. C.J. Morgan on 101X. It's time for the sports bet. At the end of the year, Matt, I don't know what it is, uh, but we, we're going to have some ultimate grand punishment and some, like, winner treat. Uh, right now, I know you've lost much more than me. You're probably about 65% no, I'm going to go with 80% loss. You think it's that bad? I really do. I disagree because I had, like, a three-month streak of not winning. I don't know. Uh, point being, none of that matters anymore. I want you to. Do you see this right here? Do you see that one and one? One and one. When football season started, that's when I'm starting our bet. Uh, it has been one year doing the bet, and now we are on to year two. This is season two for Matt versus CJ. We're one and one. I propose to you just that. Uh, first and foremost, let's say in December when we have when we get off for uh, Christmas break. Uh, whoever has the worst record has to take the best record 
uh, to dinner, and that includes taking Emily and Spinny. Do you do you agree to that? Yeah, that's fine. Uh, loser buys winner Emily and Spinny a, a dinner. Uh, loser also has to have. We're, we're going to do a super punishment on the plane. I hope for the whole team. I'm the one that loses. I have much better taste in restaurants than you do. Yeah. What's wrong with Red Lobster? They got endless shrimp. <laughs> you, could you imagine me and Spinny just hitting that endless shrimp? No, I can't Woo! because you both would get so full on the Cheddar Bay biscuits before the shrimp came out. I know. I've, I've, you, have, you have no willpower. I've famously gone to Fogo to Chow on the radio station's dime and ate so much cheese Salad at the buffet bar. that I made myself <laughs> sick and had to go home. Yeah, so it's, that, that would not be good. But also... Uh, this is supposed to be the sports bet. We'll get to it, I promise, because I'm about to be punished. Uh, also, huge controversy. We'll get to both of those things. But first, back to Red Lobster, Endless Shrimp. Uh, they cheat. It's not Endless Shrimp. They bring you a shrimp dish that'll have, like, pasta, and you have to eat the pasta, too, before they re- they refill once you're empty. But you got to empty your stuff. Otherwise, they're not giving you more shrimp. That's not endless shrimp. Endless shrimp is shrimp, shrimp, shrimp. When I want the shrimp, I get it. It's not this like big Texan thing where you got to eat the salad and the potato also. When did they make that change? Uh, recently, I guess. Yeah, you know, um, once a year, my buddy, uh, comedian Chris Cubis, used to go and see if he could outdo his shrimp Yes, yeah, from yeah. The, the year before. Yeah, yeah. He videotapes it. it, he hangs out, and he just slowly makes it up to... I think the most he's ever done is like 120 shrimp, and but Jeez. they didn't make him eat pasta too. He just yeah, ate the you shrimps. had to finish your plate, like what it was. Like th- th- again, I'm half-ass hearing this from a, a listener. Oh, so you're lying? I'm I'm half-ass hearing what someone told me once. Uh, so yeah, I guess that counts as lying. What are you, my fiance now? Uh, but also, famously in college, uh, some buddies and I got kicked out of a uh, all-you-can-eat seafood buffet. Because uh, we tried to see how much we could eat, and the the guys like uh, puts the receipt down and says, "No more, you you out." In broken English, um, I didn't specify any race, so I'm not racist. Okay, but go. you did you did specify broken English. We're in Texas. We're in the deep south. That's there's more broken English there. All right, uh, we have controversy to address, but first, let's get to last week's sports bet. Uh, I had to do the punishment Plinko. I lost. We are now 1-1. One and one. As you can see from the Plinko board, there are missing things. Um, it has been moved and used. I don't remember what the two losses were. I didn't post it online. Uh, I'm going to take the option this year. There's always a $20 buyout rather than get punished. You can do the $20 buyout, Matt Bearden. Oh, my God. Am I getting my $20 back? You're getting your $20 back. Yeah, you're actually minus 40 on the year. But there you go, $20 back. I'm a punishment done. Uh, we're going to be right back. There's some. That was such. That was so cheap of you just now. What? That, to like be like, oh, I, I don't remember what the punishments were. I can't. Here's I just, really don't. Here's I've... 20 of your own dollars back. Sure. This hey. is. This if, is a real de- really deflating. If you're annoyed and mad at me now. Just you wait till we come back. Okay. You are Matt Bearden, my comeuppance has come. Part two of this week's sports bet uh, involving another punishment. By the way, uh, we're going to be tabulating the score, Matt versus CJ, on making sports picks all year long. Currently, one and one. I lost last week. Matt controversially lost uh, the week before. So, uh, congratulations yeah. on getting through controversially. It's a hard word. I've realized. 
Also, you know, I do a sports show now. Did I tell you that? Almost, uh, almost. I don't even know, remember the name. I mean, but you tell me every time you see me. It doesn't mean I'm going to listen. Uh, Eleven to one on one zero two seven ESPN Radio. Um, my co-host is a very particular man. He is. Uh, he always tells Nick. Jason Dick always tells Nick. Like just attention to details. Attention to details. Um, he's a professional sports broadcaster. I'm a professional mispronouncer, idiot. idiot, yeah, idiot you're an idiot. And I const- I cannot say even the easiest of names. Um, so he he gets a little frustrated with my lack of professionalism. Did find there's a YouTube page that pronounces things for you. Good for yeah. you. Good. Uh, anyhow, uh, big big deal with uh, the sports bet. Uh, we're one and one. Going to have a mega punishment at the end of the year. The loser has to buy the winner. Um, Emily and Spencer, all of us dinner. Um, Matt, not the not the best uh, at picking sports. And I'm kind of I can be kind of tricky uh, occasionally. I want to go back to this controversial um, loss last week. Uh, the very first game of UT season. Bijan Robinson, the star running back, he's a Heisman candidate. Um, we didn't think he was going to play very long, so I asked you if he would have over or under 110 yards. Right. Uh, and you chose the under because, again, you got to pull a guy. You don't want him getting hurt against Louisiana Monroe. Uh, over or under 110 yards, you chose under. Uh, here's a clip of that. And our last one, Bijan Robinson. We both thought he doesn't need to be on the field too much. I said over or under 110 yards. I said under. Yeah, you said under and 71 yards rushing. 40 yards receiving. No, 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 no. Which is, no, 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 which no, no, adds no, no, up no, no. to, what is 71 plus 40? 111. 111 yards. You lose by one yard. By one yard, Matt, you lose. Sucker. I got you. I, I, did, I tricked you by, you know, counting the passing yards. Because on the piece of paper, it said, it said over or under 110 yards. Right. Uh, unfortunately, we actually do have people listening. And uh, earlier this week, one Dan Wynn, who says he's a big fan, by the way, uh, sent me this very long text. And he's very apologetic, but says, hey, man, actually, you did this. And I said, actually, I did what? And I went back and I listened to the tape. Here we go. Um, Bijan Robinson. This is another kind of tough one. Uh, over under 110 yards on the ground. Mm, I feel like they're gonna want to. He's not gonna play a lot, right? Yeah. I, again, this is supposedly a cakewalk. I'm gonna actually go under. Oh my God! Let's, let's hear that one more time. Wow. One more time. Once again, Matt said under 110 yards. A week later, when it came time to pick if Matt won or lost, and this is the one we were tied. This is the one that made you lose. Bijan Robinson had 111 yards in that game. 40 passing, 71 on the ground. I counted total yards, but as we just heard, thanks a lot, uh, Dan Wynn on Twitter for giving Matt the stupid thing. Once again. Over under 110 yards on the ground. Over under 110 yards on the ground. On the ground. On the ground. Matt Beard. Dan. Uh, uh, the official, Dan, you're my new hero. The official tabulator is now taking Matt's one loss to a zero. And taking CJ's one to a two, CJ Morgan now 0 and 2. But wait, there's more. Do you remember what you lost that week? $20. You lost $20. <laughs> 
Matt Bearden, you are leaving today's show $40 richer. Can I point something out to you? Yes. I lost $20. You're giving me the $20 back? Yeah. But you lost that week, which means you now owe me Twenty more dollars. No, wait. Yes. No. That's how math I works. Don't have any more money. That's how math works. <sighs> That's how math works. Son of a bitch. Dan, hit me up. Oh my God, you're I'm right. I'm taking you out for hamburgers and wings, so buddy. So you are you are leaving today sixty dollars richer. Can I say something about that to you, though? That I want you to feel better about. I did an honest. I'm married with two kids. <laughs> I will not have this sixty dollars longer than an hour. This is not props. This is real. I'm going to take a picture of it and post it to show that I'm being honest. Son of a bitch, you math. God, are you know what I'm really excited about? What I'm really excited uh, about? Because you had to reach in there. Now I know that you have a drawer full of 20s in here. Hey, I don't have a drawer full of 20s anymore. Big controversy on the sports bet. We'll be Damn. back tomorrow to make more bets. Just Matt and Seed. Well, that's what we used to call it. Whatever. It's Nanotech Week. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Matt Beard's back for Weird or Wired. Uh, that's right. All week long, we've been talking about nanotech, everything from curing cancer to not getting mustard on your shirt. That's right. And uh, today, uh, boy, I don't know how the climate works out there anymore, so this may anger people. Uh, but there's a thing that we have right now. It's happening here in the building soon. We have to get, uh, we don't have to. It's not mandated. Bill Gates doesn't show up. But we have vaccines here for the flu that they bring to work. And they flu tell everybody, season, yeah. if you'd like to, we all work in close quarters here. And I, you know this as well as I do. If we're out for being sick, it's a real pain for our job. It lets a lot of people down and it kind of shuts the whole sure, system we, down. We have to be live in here. And when we have, sometimes it's. You, Spencer, Emily, myself, all in here. Emily gets sick. Then I'm going to get sick a week later. Then you get sick, and then you get chewy sick. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's bad. Well, there you may not have to do that in the very uh, near future because they may be able to inject you uh, with a chip. Uh, actually, kind of. It. It, nanotechnology, time-delayed vaccines. Okay. The Bible had something about this, didn't it? Did it, it really? <laughs> a chip in the hand and forehead is the only way you can purchase goods. They can create these little capsules with a hollow core. Uh, they house ma- multiple vaccine doses inside, and then the doses are released at later dates. It would also make a more effective vaccine because instead of having to put a whole ton of the dose in you at once, your body feels sluggish the next day, you feel off or whatever, it would just let out small amounts. Your body would handle that a whole lot better. And also, you know, for people that don't like needles or... Might be longer lasting and more effective too. But also for people like you and me who are highly irresponsible and lazy and put everything off. I mean, they let us know a month and a half in advance. If you want your flu vaccine, this is the day and this is the time. And every single year... I show up and everyone's like, Are you, oh, they just left. And I'm like, what do you mean they just left? Like, the, the, were we here for the vaccine? I was like, oh, I even forgot about that completely. And then I have to waltz my ass down to a CVS later on and get it done. So I kind of like the idea that I could get this done once and then for 10 years, let's You're say, good. you'd be good. Uh, it would help with all kinds of things, especially things like... Uh, COVID, if you're someone who's traveling overseas and, and you need to reduce mal- access, I mean, uh, exposure to malaria, things like that. And don't they already have similar things? Um, one, uh, birth control, 
uh, for people with um, um, thyroid problems. Like they have like birth control for people with thyroid problems. I'm I'm just saying different examples. of (laughs) Those are two different examples. Yes. uh, Where someone has like uh, an implant or a medical device in them that gives them the birth control throughout the thing and they keep it until they're ready to sure but even that implant is sometimes noticeable under the skin this, this stuff is, tiny. is so small and tiny that you really w- wouldn't notice it and uh and i think it's kind of uh to me it's the it's a cool star trekky part uh, of the future and i like it so hu- once again hurrah it's wired i love nanotech what is the best restaurant in austin international airport Ooh, emily good question because uh Used to be there was only one place. Really? Where? One place I went to, and that was the Earl Campbell Sausage Place. <laughs> what? There's nothing like a sausage wrap and barbecue sauce oh. at four in the morning before getting on a plane. But okay. now there are so many restaurants, and there's a food truck area at the other terminal outside. Uh, best restaurant? I don't know. Uh, let's Google it and find out. Because uh, your mom's coming into Austin yeah. to eat at... Eat at the airport. Yeah, she flew okay. into Austin to get the, No, my mom's coming home from Wisconsin uh, to see my grandma, and so she texted me and was like, hey, I'm going to have a little bit of some time in Austin, which made me sad because I was like, can you just cancel your flight and I'll come pick you up and then I'll take you to, to lunch and then you can just date her and then you can take care of me for the rest of my life. Um, but she's going back to Houston. So I did send her some of my suggestions because I've been eating in the Austin airport recently. Um, so should I say those first? Yeah. Tell me, tell me yours. I got, I got, uh, I got my top three. Okay. Okay. I have my top three-ish. Best places to eat. One of them you might also agree with. At ABIA. Yes. Best places to eat. And again, this is typically at the airport, nothing is as good as the real thing. And we understand that. But if you're going to go to the airport, Austin has some really cool local places, including, Peach tortilla. That was on my list. Yep, I yep. love that place. That is a not only a good like date night location off Burnett, but uh, really just good American fun, cute it's cuisine. Great. And they also have um, over off of what is it? Not Dirty Six, the other side of Sixth Street. They have it's called Bar Peached, and it's their cute little bar with little appetizers. That place is one of my favorite places to go with friends and with people because it's so cute. It's so quaint and they have really good drinks and you can make reservations so you can always be able to get a table. So anyways, bar or sorry, peach tortilla is number one on my list in Austin Airport. Uh, Number two, which is probably also on your list, is Salt Lick. Salt Lick is is good. I like their barbecue sauce, but... uh... I'm going to be honest. Um, I'm not a barbecue before flying person. Well, I uh, put this on the list. Tummy, 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 farty, sitting on a clothes plane. No, no, no. Oh, not for gross. me. Not for any of you either. That's true. It's I, too I, potent. I put this on my list, though, because my mom was complaining about the food in Wisconsin. And so I thought, well, yeah, she's no, back in Texas. Not good Mexican food and good barbecue, I yeah, can assume. So since she's back in Texas, I was like, okay, well, I'll put this on the list, give her options. And I know it's a little bit more expensive for uh, airport food. And then finally, this is what I personally go for. If I am in the Austin airport, uh, fly right chicken. I love a good chicken sandwich. Good call. Very portable. Easy to hold. It's the cheapest thing that I have found at the airport. And it fills you up because it's just like a chicken sandwich. You know, anything that you would standard chicken sandwich that we'd get. And it's pretty good. Like you can't mess up a chicken sandwich. And it goes by, you know, 
pretty quick. So, yeah, you can hold it. You can carry it on. It doesn't feel as awkward to eat on the plane as, like, barbecue, for I, instance. I know. <laughs> That's I'm, weird. I'm looking at the list of places there, and it's insane how many there are um, of just, like, great Austin restaurants. Can't get to all of them. Obviously, we both agree on the peach tortilla. Um, if if you're an early flight, uh, Taco Deli is my go-to for yeah. a, a light breakfast taco to they just also have a get Joe's. something in. Uh, uh, Joe's Coffee Joe's has, coffee has cheap some. tacos and wraps. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's airport cheap. Um, yeah. But uh, I like the park side that's at the airport, especially if you want to sit and have a drink, because that first bar, mm-hmm. the the what's it called um, bar, what's the, you know, the band guy. The band. Willie Nelson? Um, Sleep at the Wheel. Ray Benson. Yeah, okay. Uh, the Ray Benson bar yeah, yeah, is yeah. the first that you usually come in in the main area. He's uh, a little statue, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's got a stage, live music. Yeah. It, that's always packed. So I dip down to Parkside, get a good snack, get a good drink. Again, it's airport prices, but that, that uh, Parkside's my favorite. It, it's a great place. Um, so there you go. Best, best uh, snacks at the Austin airport. Who would have thought that we... You know, getting into the airport's impossible, but once you're there, yeah. and an, an insane, it's like a mall uh-huh. of just so mom, many shops and food she's places. She's going to love it. I don't think she's been in there before, but I know that she's just going to have a good time walking around and texting me and being like, ooh, look at what I found. I feel like such a little Austinite. You do a little like shopping all the, <laughs> oh, all the t-shirts that it. say Austin on oh, them. Yeah. yeah, I heart Austin mom, you know. Keep it weird. SNL adding some new cast members. I know what you're thinking. CJ, this is usually when we talk about Austin stuff, man. SNL in Austin. Uh, wrong. Absolutely is. Uh, congratulations to comedian Devin Walker. Kind of, sort of a friend of mine. Well, he's a friend of my fiance, so that counts. But yes, Devin Walker, a formerly Austin stand-up comic, now living in Brooklyn, on the new season of SNL. And you know what that means? We now have two Yes, two Austin stand-up comic alums on Saturday Night Live, including Andrew Dismukes and Devin Walker. Uh, he's a Texas native. I said uh, Austin comic. Yeah, back in the day, he was an Austin comic, then moved on to New York for Bigger, Brighter Things. Bigger, Brighter Things are here, my friend. Uh, Devin Walker's good dude. He's hilarious. Uh, he's known for being a bit of a ladies' man, as we say. Uh, calls Matt Bearden his racist uncle uh, and a good dude. So it's exciting to see this for him. And also Andrew Dismukes, one of the funniest, uh, unsurprising writers and people I've ever had the uh, privilege to see do stand-up comedy. Uh, Walker's also appeared in uh, the Next Up showcase back in 2017. Uh, He's written uh, for Everything's Trash and uh, Netflix's Big Mouth. And now, like I said, uh, SNL on the way. It's going to be a big transitional year, but very excited too. Austin people. Yes, yes, Devin Walker uh, now on SNL joining uh, Andrew Dismix. So congratulations. And when you see him on TV, say, hey, that radio guy, he knows that guy. Does that make me famous in connection, kind of? No. Did you know? Oh, I can feel it already. Favorite part of the day, Matt Bearden's back uh, to learn some things. That's what Did You Know is all about. And did you know... Obviously, Matt, I am a fan of Legos. I'm uh, a fan I'm sorry, of sorry, you're swords. a fan of what? Lego. Don't, don't make care. that face. You're the one that yelled at me one time when I said Legos. I did it jokingly because people you? always do it to me. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm I'm calling them Legos because there are many of them. I'm also like Stanford Cardinal. Like, no, you're the Stanford Cardinals. You're not a Cardinal. You're oh, all really? Cardinals. Really? So Tulane is the Green Waves? 
wave can be plural because it's like a, a bunch of particles of water. All right, let's get back on topic. Did you know? So, uh, Lego, swords and stuff. Uh, two things I probably spend most of my money on, but what do you think the third one is? That uh, I liquor and beer. Okay, besides that and food. <laughs> food. And it's 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 once a year, maybe twice a year that oh, I'm able shower? to spend money on. Once or twice a year in the state of Texas, what can I spend money on that I spend a lot of money on? Man, you've got me really confused, but I'm I uh, on cowboy boots, fireworks. <laughs> oh man, I should have known that. It's one of my. That. Fa- I know. I I'm so surprised that, that you did not guess. I I love fireworks, and did you know uh, the Chinese were the first to invent fireworks? Also, uh, initially invented or the first, the pioneers of gunpowder. Uh, it was, however, our Italian friends that uh, first gave them colors and different ways to uh, display and pop as we see today. Absolutely. So the, the Italians uh, making fireworks. Would you write colorful. me down uh, on Did You Know as me having known both of those facts? Uh, where, how did how'd you know that? This, um, is, this is We're supposed to learn here, not already know. Sorry. This is Did You Know. It's just dumb stuff I already knew in my head. Okay. Do you know why it was the, went from the Chinese to the Italians? Uh, because Marco Polo stole them. What's funny is it's actually very true. It's because of the the, the spice trade and the the Silk yeah, Road. Yeah, yeah, the that. Silk Road and uh, very much uh, people at that time were first of all trade with China or trade with the East. Very very huge. But uh, there was uh, during Kublai Khan's actual reign of the Mongol Empire. Starting with uh, Genghis and then all the way through Kubla, it made those trade routes safer because there were less bandits. There was there was more travel opened I'm so up. stuck because I knew if I just brought up that little bit of history, there's no way your brain couldn't run with that. A lot of people don't realize, but but the only at that time the only two airports were in China and Italy, and that's why there was that trade route there. Absolutely, and now uh, they can fly into ABIA from China or Italy. That's uh, where we get idiots. our fireworks from. Uh, did you know? Speaking of old. Worlds, uh, the ancient Greeks were very, very afraid of zombies. Uh, they buried people underneath heavy rocks and often would uh, would stake their hearts before uh, burying people. Really? That's what it says on this piece of paper from this fact I got on the internet. Well, it can't be a lie then. Very spooky. God, can you imagine going to a heart staking? It's, you don't want to get bit hey. by a zombie. Hey, y'all, come over, we're going to... We're going to run a stake through Meemaw's heart. We think she's dead. She hadn't breathed in a couple hours, but uh, just want to make sure she's gone, gone. You know what I mean? Also, the Greeks, are, ancient Greeks are stupid. Sure, you've, you started democracy and philosophy, but uh, here's the deal, ancient Greeks. You don't stake a heart of a zombie. That's a vampire. Did you know? You stake a zombie's brain. That's how you kill them. The, blowing out their brains. Everyone knows that. They had Greeks didn't. Yeah, but they had different gods back then. Oh, very true. All right. Well, we got through two Did You Knows today. Oh, wow. That's all a right. record that, high for us, isn't it? it? Pretty good. Better than last week. Oh, we'll pack them all into tomorrow. ADD Radio. CJ Morgan on. Wait. It's Nanotech Week. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Matt Beard's back for Weird or Wired. Uh, That's right. All week long, we've been talking about nanotech, everything from curing cancer to not getting mustard on your shirt. That's right. And uh, today, uh, boy, I don't know how the climate works out there anymore, so this may anger people. Uh, But beer is a thing that we have right now. It's happening here in the building soon. We have to get, uh, we don't have to. 
It's not mandated. Bill Gates doesn't show up. But we have vaccines here for the flu that they bring to work. And they flu tell season, everybody, yeah. if you'd like to, we all work in close quarters here. And I, you know this as well as I do. If we're out for being sick, it's a real pain for our job. It lets a lot of people down, and it kind of shuts the whole sure, system we, down. we have to be live in here. And when we have, sometimes it's... You, Spencer, Emily, myself, all in here. Emily gets sick. Then I'm going to get sick a week later. Then you get sick, and then you get chewy sick. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's bad. Well, there you may not have to do that in the very uh, near future because they may be able to inject you uh, with a chip. Uh, actually, kind of. It, nanotechnology, time-delayed vaccines. Okay, the Bible had something about this, didn't it? Did it, it really? <laughs> a chip in the hand and forehead is the only way you can purchase goods. They can create these little capsules with a hollow core. Uh, they house ma- multiple vaccine doses inside, and then the doses are released at later dates. It would also make a more effective vaccine, because instead of having to put a whole ton of the dose in you at once, your body feels sluggish the next day, you feel off or whatever, it would just let out small amounts. Your body would handle that a whole lot better. And it also, you know, for people that don't like needles or... Might be longer lasting and more effective too. But also for people like you and me who are highly lazy. irresponsible yeah. and lazy and put everything off. I mean, they let us know a month and a half in advance. If you want your flu vaccine, this is the day and this is the time. And every single year... I show up and everyone's like, "Are you, oh, they just left. And I'm like, what do you mean they just left? Like, the, the, were we here for the vaccine? I was like, oh, I even forgot about that completely. And then I have to waltz my ass down to a CVS later on and get it done. So I kind of like the idea that I could get this done once and then for 10 years, let's You're say, good. you'd be good. Uh, it would help with all kinds of things, especially things like... Uh, COVID, if you're someone who's traveling overseas and, and you need to reduce mal- access, I mean, uh, exposure to malaria, things like that. And don't they already have similar things? Um, one, uh, birth control uh, for people with um, um, thyroid problems. Like they have like. Birth control for people with thyroid problems. Not, I'm, I'm just saying different examples of <laughs> oh, where. Those are two different examples. <laughs> yes. Uh, where someone has like uh, an implant or yeah. a medical device in Absolutely. them that gives them the birth control throughout the thing and they keep it until they're ready to sure but even that implant is sometimes noticeable under the skin this, this stuff is, tiny. is so small and tiny that you really w- wouldn't notice it and uh and i think it's kind of uh to me it's the it's a cool star trekky part uh, of the future and i like it so ha- once again hurrah it's wired i love nanotech this quiz can tell whether or not we're vegan based on the vegetables we choose Let's find out if that's true. Clickbait Corner. We click on the dumb list. We do the quizzes. We find the info from the salacious headlines so you don't have to get stuck on a website. All yep. right. Vegans by what veggies we eat. Yeah. And remember, we we like to do all of these quizzes based on what we believe the, the CJ show. Morgan Us show together. would answer. Not CJ, not Emily, not no. Spencer or Matt. But, but as the show, as an as entity, the entity, is the CJ Morgan show vegan <laughs> according to the vegetables they choose? Let's find Find out. Number one, carrots or potatoes? Potatoes, potatoes. all the way. Yeah. I can make so many different things with potatoes. It's hearty. It's hearty, it's good, and it's barely a vegetable. Spinach or asparagus? Mm, tough, but asparagus. I would say CJ Morgan Show is more of an asparagus user. Correct. My fiance no longer likes asparagus because for so many years I would always make bacon wrapped asparagus. Yeah. It's the easiest thing to bacon wrap, in my opinion. Yeah. Okay, next up, 
broccoli or cucumbers? Broccoli I, is probably broccoli. My, d- w- great. Yeah, broccoli with some pepper, even roasted broccoli. Mm-hmm. It is broccoli cheese. Uh, anything? Yes, yes. Broccoli is is fantastic. My and, I, and I love cucumbers, but again, I feel like cucumbers are a little too too like hoity toity. They don't taste CJ like Morgan anything. Show. Yeah, but like that's the beauty of them is you can make them taste how it's like tofu, which again, here we are, the vegan thing. If I took this quiz, they would think I was vegan, so I could already tell. Okay, kale or lettuce? Lettuce, because kale. kale's bitter. Oh, you like? See? Okay, you know what? I'll change it because we'll go with kale because mm-hmm. kale's good to boil down with spinach and it, it has a lot of nutrients, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll choose kale. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And you have to roll your kale out. That's the massage the kale. Oh, yeah. And then that makes Crispy it less Crispy kale bitter. in the oven's super good. Yeah, it's really kale chips, things like that. There we go. Okay, peppers or mushrooms? Mushrooms. Mushrooms. Uh, good, good. That's what I was going to say. Look at us. Yeah, I like this. Corn or peas? Mm. Both of them terrible vegetables. I mean, I not terrible vegetables, but just like useless. Just I don't good. like either of these, but oh. I'll say that... Mexican street corn's pretty tight, yes. so I'll lean towards corn. Yeah, elote, I, I yeah, agree yeah, yeah, with yeah. you there. Cauliflower or string beans? Ooh, string this is a tough one. for me, because you could put you bacon in it. Bacon in it. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, And it, super easy casserole to make if you yeah. have a friend doing a potluck for True. Thanksgiving. I, I'm very curious to see which one is the vegan answer. And which one is the not vegan answer when they're making this quiz? Well, it's clickbait corner. It's all bull crap. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything <laughs> anyway. It's real. But, okay, next up we have avocado or Brussels sprouts. And I believe this is our last one. So as the CJ Morgan show, we are trying to decide uh, if this quiz could tell us whether or not we're vegan based on the vegetables we choose. We're saying that we are the CJ Morgan show as an entity, not our own individual opinions, although those obviously creep in. But... Avocado or Brussels sprouts for the C.J. Morgan Show. Thank you for talking this much because I really had to think it oh. through. <laughs> good, um, good. Here's my two things. One, when I grew up as a kid, Brussels sprouts are nasty. Two, I like avocados because they're easy to eat. They're yeah. packed with protein. I forget to eat a lot. But my favorite plant to grow is an avocado seed plant. Um, uh-huh. I'm now on my third one wow. in all these years of actually having one uh, grow up and sprout. Um, but my best dish perhaps that I make out of veggies uh, involves uh, Brussels sprouts. Um, cool. They're good if you do it right. Yep. Also, you can cook with bacon, so yeah. totally not vegan, but yeah. uh, that's Brussels sprouts it is. Okay, Let's I agree. I love a good Brussels. And it looks like, according to this quiz, the C.J. Morgan show is not vegan. Yeah, because everything <laughs> can be cooked with bacon. Yeah, that's, I know. We said that like three times. I know. It says you you don't spend much time worrying about food. If it looks good, you'll most likely give it a try. And then in our case, add bacon to it. Last night was an absolute blast. Uh, you can see the video's details, 101x.com slash CJ. I am still wearing my badge uh, because I got to cover Austin FC as an official member of the press. That's right. Sitting in the press box, live tweets and reactions. Amazing match. Uh, a win they they really needed over Real Salt Lake. Three to nil. Uh, the Moose, Jeet, coming off the bench, getting the first ever hat trick in the history of the game. It was the first ever playoff appearance for the game and a first something else. 
As a matter of fact, I asked head coach Josh Wolf afterwards during the press conference about this specific first. Uh, just keep in mind that all the other real sports reporters asked all the good questions first, so I was stuck with this one. Uh, here's part of my interview with the head coach of Austin FC. Watching this team, being a resident, uh, being a big soccer fan, so many firsts, uh, first playoff, uh, it's going to be exciting. First hat trick. Um, I'm going to call it right now first MVP. Be great. No, I, be I guess great. I should not be a fan. Uh, but how was uh, the first streaker yeah. in Q2? I didn't get to see it. Uh, I didn't get to see it. history. But it, it's you know it's keeping Austin weird. It's, it's part of our. It's part of what we are and who we are. No problem. As long as he doesn't uh, have too many issues with players or interaction with players in that moment, well, I think we're all all right. But um, it happens. He got you know. a free pair of shorts out of it. Don't want to <laughs> encourage that activity. But no. right. yeah. keep Austin weird. That's a good place to end. It. Let's go ahead and wrap up. Um, Keep Austin weird. See, all the other guys took the good questions, so I had to go with that one. It's not fair. And, and even then, people would just repeat the same question, but say it differently. So I didn't have anything to ask. I, I, I had to go with that. Uh, also, uh, a bit of trouble translating French. The man who scored the hat trick won the game for us, coming off the bench, uh, bench the moose, Jeet. Uh, speak French. Luckily, I, too... Speak French. Here was my interview with him in the locker room after the match. Um, Parlez-vous français? <laughs> That's the only thing I know how to say. Question. Thank you very much. Uh, great job tonight. Much appreciated. We love you. Merci, merci. Beaucoup. <laughs> Last thing from me, the, uh... I got a laugh out of him, okay? I made a player laugh. Everyone else is asking serious, hardcore questions, even even some uh, emotional ones. But you know what? These guys, they, they're putting it all out on the pitch for us, so they need to smile too. As for being invited back to cover Austin FC as a member of the press, uh, TBD?